This is The Drive with A.D. and Rap on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, everybody, we're back again. This is The Drive on 93.7 The Ticket, proudly sponsored by Sandhills Global. Sandhills Global is looking to fill hundreds of new openings and sales, traveling support, software development, web design, and more. Career and internship opportunities are available at the global headquarters in Lincoln. So apply today at sandhills.jobs. It is Friday. Boom. Bam. Friday. They're listening to us in the Grand Teton National Park. Hey, big shout out. Cody to and Nick. Big co- big shout out to the Stevensons, man. You guys enjoy that park out there. Let that let that ride. Let that ride. Let that ride. Cody, listen to that, baby. Let it, let, let it just take, let, 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 take it home. Let it go. All the, eagle, uh, all the grizzly bears and eagles are coming up to their uh, site. Snap those pictures. Snap those pictures. Cody Raph. Raph knows this. Rico, Grizzly buddy Bears. Cody, takes like the most insane pictures, man. This dude ought to be a photographer for like National Geographic. I'd yeah. like to show you this one he sent me, man. Uh, it's just absolutely insane. Did you I'm say glad. National Geographic. Anytime I think about like nature and like animal pictures or anything, all I think about is planet Earth. Like those those uh, documentary things mm-hmm. with uh, with uh, Sir David Attenborough narrating. And I just love I just love watching this so much. I've watched I've watched Planet Earth and Planet Earth Two at least ten times each. I've watched Blue Planet and and I think Blue Planet Two. I think there's a second one. I've watched those you know multiple times as well. Like I already know everything that's going to happen. I already know all the animals. I know what they're talking about. But I just it's just so soothing. Like at some points there's no talking. It's just kind of music and it's just like especially Blue Planet. It's just the waves and just. You know everything just moving back. It's just fantastic. It's amazing, man. It really when you I'm believe like, this planet things. is amazing. <laughs> it, it is beautiful. You know there are times to when um, you it's been a long flight. You made a long day, um, and you're getting on the plane to come home. And I, I, I pay more attention to when I'm coming home. Um, but you see the I mean just the clouds, the structure, mm-hmm. all. It's just it's fascinating, man. It's fascinating. What else is fascinating is this song you're about to hear next. As Rico calls it, dreamy doctors, damn <laughs> repulsive singing. The doctors now punting. Don't know much about history. Don't know much of biology. Don't know much about a science book. Don't know much about the French I took. But I do know that I love you. And I know that if you love me too, what a wonderful world this would be. <laughs> yeah, y'all. Beautiful. Be. Be. Let it be. Let it be. Let it be. Why aren't you singing anymore, AD? <laughs> I thought you were I singing. I was not going to be associated with that rap. <laughs> <laughs> you set him up. That's so rude. That's so rude, Raph. I'm so sorry. I was not going to be around. He set you up? Wow. No, that was not a setup. One guy. That was just a... Or if you watch the Lorax. Let it die, let it die, let it shrivel up and die. Thanks, AD. Well, in 2003, May 16th, Coach Solich in Husker history says, Summer is critical for NU. And this was the Husker wish list at that time. I think it's still just relevant today. A position-by-position position look at top summer priorities for Nebraska football players. And he was just coming in with, uh, at this time, to six new coaches as well, coming in, going into that season in uh, 2003. Uh, he goes for the offense, lineman, pass-blocking technique, and size. Quarterback, 
Grasp the offense, improve read reaction time. The back, shoulder strength, ball handling. And Coach Solich was an insane – I mean, that drill, he would still do it. It was just the one hand, you know, put the switch hands. So we were at his event when he for a you know for a celebration when they recognized him. So we're at the West Stadium, and guys were talking. And they, you know, I think it was, um, gosh, who, one of the guys asked him if he could still do it, and he starts smiling. Oh yeah, I I, I, I can still do it. And Jeff Solich just <laughs> like goes, yeah, he really can. The dude is eighty something <laughs> years old and can still put the ball and switch and go down hand to hand like that. So yeah. Coach hey. Solich, he was one of the best running backs, coach. Uh, we had at Nebraska, in my opinion, one of the best coaches uh, that we had in Nebraska, period, in my opinion. Uh, receivers, pass catching, speed and quickness. Uh, defense linemen to heal up, uh, conditioning, linebackers conditioning, secondary footwork, all of that. And it shows you football is not a hard game. It's simple, but it's not easy. Football is very simple. I mean, if the field is always going to be 100 yards long, 50 yards wide, it's always going to be that same. But sometimes we make it. Very difficult, Rav. So in Husker history, that's overthink. what we have. We overthink it, man. We overthink it. Um, without all that being said, you guys, we're going to hop right into uh, our next section because I want to talk about where are they now. And I don't mean like guys who've been gone 20 years. I'm talking about dudes who just left last week. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> A few days ago. Just walked out just the door. Just walked out the door. He gone. Just out the door. Back. <laughs> gone back. So we know that uh, Stephon Wynn, guys, where did he end up at? Hotty oh. toddy. Toddy, Toddy. Oh, Miss. The lane miss. train. What did you, you guys think on that? What did you guys think? SEC, Big Ten SEC. I, I guess. He went back home because, you know, Alabama before he got yeah. here. Yep. You do you, man. What's your thoughts, Raph? Yeah, I, same. I mean, I, I, congratulations to him to get to, you know, to go to another, you know, Power 5 school in the SEC. I think that – Bodes well for his chances of you know of making it professionally. So, mm-hmm. congratulations to him. Wish him all the best. Yeah, absolutely. We ain't got plans. Unless, so it's unless, okay. Well, unless we play in the bowl game, then we're coming for you, Stephon. Win. <laughs> we're coming for you. Ben Steph- Scott's got you. <laughs> <laughs> Win played three hundred four snaps for the Huskers uh, for us last season. He had a season high against Georgia Southern at forty one of those. And um, I thought this was interesting when I was researching this. Pro Football Focus gave him a grade of five, a 58.9 on the season. Top grades were uh, the first three games, which he was above 73 in each, including a season best, 84.1, I guess, our win over North Dakota. Uh, the other one that left, you guys remember that guy? Mr. Martin. Jaleel. Jaleel. Jaleel Martin left. Jaleel. And he hooked up on a great place in Syracuse because that's where Coach uh, Travis Fisher's at, the former defensive backs coach. Mm-hmm. Tra- I love Travis, man. Travis is a good brother, man. Oh, good yeah. dude. Uh, sent him a text actually about two weeks ago. Uh, said he's getting acclimated. Travis is a good dude. Very laid back. Very quiet. Didn't say a lot yep. uh, to his players. But in the public, Travis was just one of those dudes that was just real chill, man. Yep. Real chill. So Martin is heading to Syracuse. And uh, Martin, remember, he was player played receiver. Came in the 2022 uh, recruiting class. Um and then he got connected. And think about this. Travis Fisher has nothing but crazy good things to say about it. He said those things even when I was here at Nebraska. It just, like a lot of things during the past, it just felt kind of just fell on the, uh, the shuffle, if you would. Um, so he's 6'2". Uh, they said he lost a lot of weight when he was running track. Rico, you being a former track guy, how yep. do you keep the weight on guys? You don't. You don't. They just you have don't. to build that back up again. Yep. You got to make it back up. It's it's brutal. We had a couple guys at UNK that did it that went mm-hmm. um, football, then track. It takes a while because they're not in the same conditioning. Uh, they're not doing the conditioning that we are doing because they're doing football, obviously. So when they join the team, they're, they're in great shape. But in terms of track, sprint, whatever event they end up doing on uh-huh. that track shape, 
they're not there yet. It's a lot different. It takes them a couple of weeks, and if they're sprinters, they, they have to lose some weight. Yeah. They're not going to lose all of it. They're not going to lose a ton of it, but they have to lose some weight. Mm-hmm. And that puts them at a disadvantage once football season starts back up because they got to gain it back. Mm-hmm. So it's brutal for guys who do football and track unless they're, you know, big boys and they're throwers. But if they're if they're sprinters, if they're mid distance, um, if they're jumpers and they are, you know, tight ends or running backs on the team or defensive backs, sometimes there's going to be some weight that you're going to have to shed. And you're going to have to gain all that back before the next football season. What do you think that means for Jalen Lloyd? For Jalen Lloyd, he's a receiver. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. He uh, he doesn't have to weigh as much to mm-hmm. be a receiver. It's not like he's going to be one of the physical types. He's mm-hmm. not going to try and overpower anybody. He's just a speed guy. He's going to yeah. be a speed guy. He runs from crisp routes. So for him, if he can – I don't know what he weighs right now, but if he's anywhere between 180, 190, maybe probably max out around 200, he should still be good. He might lose a little bit of weight to continue with triple jump at mm-hmm. least because that's going to be really taxing to carry that extra weight on your knees while you're mm-hmm. going through your phases. Right. Um, but in terms of sprinting, as long as it's good weight and it's and it's still you know some sprinter weight, he can keep that on and, and still be a solid uh, football and track athlete. You know, this is a good question. Rico, I appreciate the breakdown too. Raph and Rico, both think about this. Unknown Texter says, does the team that scores most points wins or does the team that scores fewer points loses? Because I feel Nebraska has been doing the latter for the for the past decade or more. What's you guys' thoughts on that, man? That's a tough one. That is a tough one. Is it the chicken or the egg? <laughs> well, I tell you what, it's you, more you, points. You think about you think about what's that? It's more points. Yeah, they I, have been doing the scoring less points and trying to win off of, and I don't know how, why or how, but they've been trying to win off of their defense for, for a little bit. I know last season they were trying to win off of offense, and for them, that then it was definitely a, a team that scores uh, the most points win because especially that shootout with Purdue, mm-hmm. that one was back and forth. The game against Rutgers, it was the team that scores the, the least amount loses because that was just a if-you-score-you're-lucky type of game. Nebraska mm-hmm. playing one of the best defensive games that they played in a while. Granted, it was against a terrible offense, but they were going against a, a, a fantastic defense in Rutgers, so <laughs> for them it's kind of been back and forth uh throughout these seasons but to me it's whoever scores the most points wins you, you know, score the most you score the most you win because just you know scoring scoring the least would mean that you don't have a great offense and you you're you're just holding a team with your defense would you think it's safe to say since Bo left nebraska has probably been and probably in both of these before mm-hmm I would say so. For them, it was whoever scores the least loses. Yeah, absolutely. Because they were trying to hold people. You know, that's why I hope, and Sanderson says, Rico, that's great information regarding the track thing. It's absolutely uh, great information giving us that breakdown on that because I I think about those speedsters that come in here. Uh, And Speaking of speedsters, when we're talking about where they're at now, where where could they end up? Well, a big recruit of ours, uh, a big 2024 target is Mario Bluford, uh, younger uh, younger brother of uh, Nebraska's current safety, Marcus Bluford. Uh, right now, out of Texas as well. Here's a few things that I, that I found. Uh, 24-7 actually had these, so pre- big shout-out to those guys, what I thought was interesting. Uh, he goes, uh, Coach, he goes, uh, Coach, he goes, this is talking about Coach uh, Evan here. Cooper, he says, Coach makes me feel like Nebraska is my home. They definitely show me that I'm a top priorities recruit, and they just really want to get me uh, up there and coach and develop me. Another crucial thing that he says, culture within the program really, he goes, I like the new culture of the program, what it looks like now. Mm. Um, he says the coach rules had nearly everyone in the building to come see him <laughs> offensive and defensive side of the ball 
these are the, you guys when you think about a kid that things he says right here um and i want you i'm gonna read this again coach coop that's definitely my dog he's talking about coach cooper this is uh um, mario blue for talking about coach coop he goes we can really have a lot of deep conversations yeah we talk about football for days but we have these deep talks about other things life school where i'm at where my head's at he goes i know he's trying to build a relationship like he has my brother he goes he already feels like my coach what's you guys thoughts on that man because these guys are going in deep on these guys, man. It ain't just – I mean, when you Prove speak- it. Sign the dotted line. You can't yet. <laughs> you can't yet. He has to wait. Sign it early and postmark it till the, to the date. That's well, uh, relationships. We've discussed right. it before between, you know, the difference in relationships and just – relationships and, and, and just winning and being a better team and getting mm-hmm. these kids to sign. Um with some of these guys, especially when you have an older brother or a sibling or somebody that, you know, a best friend or something on your team already and you're trying to get that other person, relationships matter because it, in, it's not all your relationship with that recruit that you want. It also depends on how you've been treating the current person on that roster that they know. Mm-hmm. So treating his brother with, the, with you know, the utmost respect, which you should be regardless of, of you know, trying to get somebody else from them. Uh, treating him with the utmost respect and showing him how how important he is. And, and, you know, like he mentioned, like Mario mentioned, the culture switch that's come with the new coaching staff. Um, that goes a long way with these recruits because everybody everybody talks. Everybody oh, yeah. on this current team is going mm-hmm. to talk to recruits. The recruits are talking mm-hmm. to people on this team. They're talking to other recruits. So the relationships you establish with people and the way that you – you carry yourself around different recruits at different times really matters. Right. And I think that bodes well, too, for Nebraska that you have his older brother that, you know, could have could be seeing, you know, right now maybe something he does not like and telling the younger brother, uh-uh, don't. Just ain't it. Don't right. come here. And mm-hmm. then you have those relationships. That shows me that, you know, the bonds with the current players must be fairly strong that, you know. So I, I like hearing that. Mm-hmm. I I – I love the relationships part of it. Like we always said, like this, you know, Tony, the guy said, Capital Cigar. I mean, they have a hashtag on the wall. Relationships matter. Even Pete said it. Yeah, Pete yeah. said it. Um, it. It just it just matters. You have to have those relationships. And I'm good. I'm glad to see this because this would be a good get in, uh, for Nebraska uh, in the secondary. We got a quick break here, and we will be right back after a message from all of our great teammates. On the other side, this is Rico holding it down. AD Raff. This is the drive on the ticket. Be right back. You got- 